when I first met her, I gave her my, my passwords to my Instagram and my Facebook and shit like that to let her know that I'm being transparent, let her know that I'm trying to keep it, trying to be real with her, trying to keep it 100. All right, let's do it. Today, I bring you one more episode of Free Love Advice, the segment where I set up a little sign that says Free Love Advice, and usually in a public place because that's where people hang out. And I give free love advice to strangers on the street. Today, all the stories come from my trip to New York last month these conversations specifically were taken in Washington Square Park on a very hot day. I think it was like 90, 95. At one point, I took my shirt off because I was roasting because the best spot to set up was right in front of the arches, like the Washington Square Park arch. And so I set up on these big black marble benches. Obviously, this all sounds like a terrible idea because it was it was so hot and the benches were so hot. But that's the spot because that's where everybody wants to go and take the photo of the arch. And so it's an awesome place to set up because people can't help but see the sign. Giving free love advice isn't always easy because I'm often put on the spot. And of course, I'm not complaining. I put myself on the spot. But I want to give good, useful advice. I don't want to just give shitty advice. So oftentimes, it takes me a little while to figure out what the underlying issue is, and then how can I best advise this person in a way that makes sense to them? Because I can give advice that is exactly what I would do, but isn't feasible for them. You know, One of my favorite pieces of advice is break up. And some people just aren't ready to break up, despite how messed up they tell me their relationship is. They're just not willing to do that. So I put myself on the spot. I Sometimes it takes me a while to figure out what the best advice is. But I love doing it. I love talking to strangers <laughs> and having them tell me issues or challenges that they have in their sex and their love life. So today we have four stories. I'm going to introduce every story right before the story. One thing I want to tell you right now is that The Love Drive, which is me, is seeking an intern. So I would like to provide this opportunity for maybe you to help me produce The Love Drive. And so this is an unpaid internship. I will, however, compensate you in a myriad of other ways. One of them being that I will teach you everything I know about building a brand, building a business, recording a podcast, social media, content creation and curation, how to schedule posts, uh, WordPress administration, search engine optimization, how to give free love advice, obviously. So those are some of the benefits that you'll get through from this internship. The internship is about 10 hours a week. That's what I'm sort of looking for right now. Uh, you'll also get me as your coach. So I will work with you. You will work with me and I will work with you on your sex life and your love life. And we will figure out together a solution for you to get what you want out of your sex and your love life. You'll also be the first to get a free love advice t-shirt, which I haven't made yet, but I'm very excited to make. The reason why I want to make these t-shirts is because I recently got a uh, 
not kicked out, but the head of operations of San Francisco Airport came up to me while I was giving free love advice. And she said that I, I'm, I don't have a license to give free love advice. And it's not legal to solicit anything in the airport. So basically, the sign was the issue. So if I have a t-shirt that says free love advice, hopefully, it won't be as effective as a sign, but I can point to it and tell people, hey, I'm giving some free love advice. So internship opportunity. If you're interested, I would be thrilled and over the moon. If you applied, go to thelovedrive.com forward slash help. That's H-E-L-P, which is what I need. And uh, hopefully we can work together. I'm excited. Are you excited? Okay. This first story is, there was a sneak peek of it last week on the Make Love Not Porn episode. And it's a conversation with a 67-year-old man who started the conversation in a way that a lot of men do, which is that they want me to explain to them what I'm doing. But the sign says free love advice, and I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. But I think people aren't... They think maybe it's a scam, or they think that once they sit down, I won't stop talking. Or maybe that the, that it's going to be recorded and put on the internet, which is true. This is what's happening right now. Anyways, just this gentleman, it took me a little bit to figure out how to help. But I love to help. My name is Sean. This is The Love Drive. Welcome to Free Love Advice, New York City edition. Now I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I can hear me too. Okay, good. (laughs) So how can I help you? Um... Well, like I said, I'm gay and I've had a boyfriend in the past, but it's been like 15, 20 years. How long have you been? So you, you've been celibate, single for 15, 20 years? Basically, yeah. What are you looking, what would you like? It's just someone to love, hang out with, live or live with or not. Maybe not. It, it would depend, you know. But uh, someone to be close to and to feel important with, and I have a lot of friends. Don't get me wrong; I have a lot of friends from college, high, etc. I do, but um, you know that's different. Those aren't friends you're getting naked with. No, correct, very correct. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sounds like you'd like to get naked with someone. It's been a while. Yeah, and watch movies with. And I mean, it sounds like you want companionship. Yeah, and well, my ex actually and I are still good friends, but. I'm really not interested anymore in him. Does that make sense? Well, that's why they're an ex. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> and I think I think he feels the same way about me, but I'm not positive. I'm not sure he does. No, it doesn't matter what he wants. It's got to be two ways. Yeah, exactly. And if it's not two ways, then forget it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, how are you? I mean, okay. For people at home, you're a, you're a great looking man. You look, you're well dressed. I'm 66. It doesn't matter. You're, <laughs> no, I mean. I mean, I realize that. I, sex has no age. That's true. Yeah. And also, I mean, you're an attractive man, yeah. you know, and you, yeah. you seem smart and with it and present. I'm and a teacher. I guess I'm smart. I'm a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're socially smart as well. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm curious. Why am how, I single? Well, how? Fear. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you scared of? This may be trite, but commitment. And I know that's trite because you have to be committed to be with somebody, right? But 
But I mean, you. But you know what? I will say this, and not to interrupt you, but the older I get, the less afraid I am of commitment because I'm like, how much time do I have left? I mean, so I may as well commit. You know, I mean, do I have ten years, twenty years? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in ten years you'll have no fear of commitment. And you'll be ready to start. But also, again. but I'll also be an old seventy-six year old man. That's true. So you know, so <laughs> why do I want to do that? So, but. Why are you afraid of, like, what are you afraid of? What's the commitment piece that is scary to you? Well, part of it is my fault. When you've been alone for a long time, you get set in your ways and you get, I was telling my friend Bruce just yesterday, uh, people have little idiosyncrasies that drive me crazy. And his comment to me back was, you've been alone too long because they don't bother him at all, you know, with his partner. So, you know, it's just, and I realize that I'm, a, I'm not anal. No, I'm not. But I'm also kind of set in my ways. I'm the 35 year old version of you, by the way. <laughs> okay. I've been single seven out of the nine years. Last nine years, I live alone. I have my dog. I have my routines. I yeah. get up at the same time, eat the same thing. Me too. And it's hard to piece up, to put somebody into that lifestyle. I start school on Monday and just, and then I'll be in the same pattern till you know, next summer. So basically, wow. so, but the, I mean, the good news is I'm blessed with good friends. Now, a good friend is not a partner. You know that. Right. But it sure helps. It makes it a lot easier. And I'm, I'm not going to go out. I'm, I, don't, um, I don't pound the pavement to find somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't do it online. I don't go out to the bars. I don't. Basically, my last uh, friend was, uh, we were introduced by a mutual friend. And that's a great way to meet people. And uh, so, you know, it's okay if you say to me, you're going to be alone the rest of your life. I'm, th- I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's not advice. <laughs> no, that's just, a, that's just a fact. I got some but, advice for you. You have gay friends? Yeah. Have you considered telling them that you that, are single? That I'm available and open. You're available and open and that if they know anybody that you would, you would welcome a coffee date with somebody. Not not a big commitment, nothing that's going to shake your life up. Right, right. But the beginning steps of right. maybe letting somebody into your life. You know what? As you were saying that, I was thinking, when was the last time I said that to a, a gay friend? Years. That I've said, hey, you know, by the way, do you know anybody I'm open? I haven't said that for a long, long time. Maybe people don't know that you're actually interested. And that's true. That's true. They might think, they might think they know me. Oh, he's set in his ways. He's blah, blah, blah. He doesn't you know? want anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Turns yeah. out, I, you know, I had to say that to my friends and they're like, really? You? Right. 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 Yeah. I, we had no idea. Right. And so then some things happened. Yeah. You know, they introduced me to people. That's yeah. my advice to you. Well, I appreciate it very much. And you know what? That's actually sound advice. And yeah. I, get it, I get it for free too. That's even better. It's free love advice. I'm telling you. I'm not, <laughs> this is no scam here. Well, I appreciate No, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank very you so much. much. Thank you very much. So I love this advice because I have actually started to do this myself to let friends know that I am available for dating. I'm not dating online anymore because I feel like it's not a good use of my time and there's no chemistry gauge. So while it is a great way to potentially meet people that are available for dating and quite possibly could or would go on a date with you, I just feel like it's a waste of time. There's too much time being used for matching, swiping, chatting, 
which oftentimes leads to a first date where there's just no chemistry. No matter how much I wish there were, there isn't. And so I have stopped dating online. I am talking to my friends, telling them that I'm available. And if they have anybody that they'd like to set me up with, I'm open to this. And also just uh, like in, you know, meeting people in my daily life, whether that's uh, through volunteer opportunities, through like friends, party situations, uh, perhaps yoga, which is actually kind of a hard, tough nut to crack. Uh, I feel like a yoga studio is a very safe place for women specifically. And it's hard to approach somebody in yoga. Obviously, you're not going to do it in yoga class, like in the middle of a down dog. But my yoga studio in Montreal has this like tea station in the lobby. And oftentimes there's some congregation that happens there. And I have met a great friend there. So I think it's possible to perhaps drink some tea with someone, ask them how the class went. And if there is some sort of connection or chemistry there, ask if they would like to have another tea somewhere else or like a meal of food, perhaps. Okay. Next segment is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. You know what? That's the intro. This is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. So how can I help you? So he is a year older than me. He being your boyfriend that's standing right next to you. Yes, my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, He is leaving for college. And uh, it's not that far, but he'll have to be there most of the time. And I don't want him to have to come home every weekend because I want him to live his college life. But do you have any advice on, you know, how we can make it work and everything? We've been dating for almost two years. How old are you? I'm 17. He's 18. So we're pretty young, but... Yeah. Oh, it's so tough. This is such a tough, tough one because I was single in college and I like, you know, I met my girlfriend in college. I've never had a high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any experience in high school sweethearts, but I think you guys can totally... Like, do you want to stay together? Yes, we do. Okay. So so then why can't you visit him? I can, but I'll be... I have soccer and like... We have like two days and everything, but I guess like like the first year won't be too hard because he's only thirty minutes away. But I'll be going to Pittsburgh, and that's five hours. Wait, you you're gonna be thirty minutes away? Yeah, for, for the, the first year. For the first year, and then the second year, I'll be five hours away. Why don't you just focus on the first year before we focus on the second year? Yeah, okay. Thirty minutes—that's like that's right down the street. I know, but at the same time, like it's not just it won't. I don't even think it'll make a difference because. Yeah, he could come home on the weekends, but he probably won't if it's a thing because he'll be wrapped up in a lot of things. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be partying. Yeah, he's gonna be in college. I mean, give it a shot. You guys want to make it work. Yeah, we do. So you're gonna come and visit every now and then, not every weekend. You're gonna go visit every now and then, not every weekend. Mm-hmm. You guys are gonna Facetime each other. Mm-hmm. You're gonna text, and everything's gonna be okay. And if it's not because you want to have a college experience that doesn't involve a long distance girlfriend, even though 30 minutes does not qualify as long distance. <laughs> it, <will>. uh, <laughs> it, it might. Yeah, it might. But that's also living in the future. Yeah, you know, you're right. the, you're right. the present moment is that you both want to be together is what I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. We don't just want to throw away two years just because we're going to college. We don't want to say like, 
oh, we're going to break up just because we're going to college, you know? But like, if it happens, it happens, but... It's also not throwing it away. Mm-hmm. Like, just because it's over, if it if it ends, it's not like it was all a fucking waste of time. Yeah. You had amazing time together. You learned stuff. That's right. You grew closer. You built intimacy. And things change. Mm-hmm. It's not like, fuck. Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're losing a hundred grand. Exactly. You're, you still have all the value that you guys built together. So, I mean, I would just enjoy the present now. moment. Okay. That's and what we've been trying to tell each other because, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I leave in college for 15 days. It's going to be hard. I just want to spend as much time as we can together. But at the same time, I'm like, live for now. But it's hard not to think about the future, you of know. Course. So. All right. Well, enjoy today. Do you want to chime in, brother? Yeah, sure. All right. Give him the mic and the headphones. Yeah, he's going to have a seat now. Okay. So same thing applies. Talk into the microphone. Okay, deal. Yeah, okay. So what's up? You How do you feel about this? I mean, I guess I feel okay. But like, so we've been used to, we, you know, go to the same high school for the last two years. And I mean, every class is five minutes away from her. So it's like, you know, I see each other. I see her every day. I'm at school. She sees me every day we're at school. So it's like. I'm going to school. She's going to school, but she's not going to be there every day. You know what I mean? And I mean, I understand, you know, we got to move like apart for a little bit. It's just harder because yeah, yeah. We're with each other every day. I think it's going to be really good for you guys to not literally be like joined at the hip. Yeah. It'll be fun for you to discover things that you wouldn't have done together. Yeah. And meet people. I know that in my experience, when I'm traveling with somebody, I don't meet people yeah because i already have my built-in buddy yeah so without my buddy i'm meeting people i meet a shit ton of people hey you met us yeah exactly you're gonna fucking meet people (sighs) okay it's gonna be awesome yeah and you're gonna learn different things and you you know what you might develop crushes on other people that's also awesome you don't have to act on them yeah but you can enjoy the energy that a crush brings you yeah maybe that'll happen maybe you'll talk about it maybe you won't i don't know but it's gonna be good you're young oh my god you're so yeah it's so exciting yeah have you guys had sex? No. No, we actually haven't. Really? Yeah, really. Oh, that's exciting too. Like, in my opinion, like he's alright with it, but I I don't know. I kinda wanna wait till I'm eighteen. I'm seventeen now. I just even though I know he's someone that I love and that he's not the type of guy to just I mean, if he's waited two years he can he's not the type of guy that's all he cares about. So that's how I know, but I guess I just wanna wait a little, like I don't know. It's not something that's a priority for us. We just kind of have fun doing other things that, I don't know. Sex is just a a word, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's an intimate thing. It's just like not the biggest priority for us. When I go to college, it'll be different though. You know, like or when we, we get older, I'm just, I just feel like I'm still young and I just, I don't know. It's a big deal for me. And uh, I don't know. Cool. Take your time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's no rush. Yeah. You, yeah, it doesn't, but it's, sex is more than a word. Well, yeah. And but, it is pretty I mean, <laughs> awesome, but also there's no rush. Okay. So, yeah, take your time. Deal. You guys are fucking awesome. Thanks. Okay, that's all I got. Appreciate that. Yeah. That was so cute. So, this is me giving free love advice, and this is also something that I have started doing for you. So if you want some free love advice from me, go to thelovedrive.com 
forward slash free love advice and you can sign up for your very own free love advice session. They are 30 minutes. They are free. I do ask for a small deposit uh, to make sure that you actually show up for your appointment because whenever you give away something for free, uh, well, people fucking bail because there's no incentive to actually show up. So there's a small deposit, free love advice, thelovedrive.com forward slash free love advice. Enter your email click the button. You will be directed to my scheduling page where you can pick a time that works for you. We will meet. We will do a Zoom video call. I will be yours for 30 minutes and we can talk about what it, whatever it is that you want to talk about. You're in charge. I am yours. Thelovedrive.com forward slash free love advice. This next story I love so much. One of the things that I love about it is that it started how several conversations start. What this person did was they walked by me, they smiled, they looked at the sign, they smirked, they hesitated, and then they kept walking. And this is very, very common. And then they came back five minutes later. And I remember everybody. I remember everybody that hesitates because I have a feeling that sometimes they'll come back. And he came back, and I'm so, so grateful because we had a really sweet conversation about learning how to ask for what you want. My name is Sean. This is The Love Drive. Okay, we got five minutes. How can I help you? That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy I really like in Vancouver where I'm going back to soon. Oh, good. Um, but I'm nervous about it. I'm not sure if he likes me. Okay. So how do you suggest I navigate it? You could ask. <laughs> I could ask. <laughs> <laughs> I could ask. I'm, it's just so much easier to ask. Yeah. Have you been on dates before? What's the story? I, I We have been on dates, but he had a boyfriend okay. when we were going on dates. Okay. And now? Yeah. And now he doesn't have a boyfriend. Okay. And so have you reached out to this person? It's It's been happening on and off for years, but we both travel a lot. So there's been a lot of kind of misconnections in that process. Yeah. Ships in the night. Exactly. Okay, Lots but, of ships. But you're going back to the city that he lives in? Yeah. You live in the same city? Uh, I live here now, but I'm from Vancouver. So I'll be spending the next month there. Okay. And they're yeah. gonna be. he's going to be around for the next month? He'll be around for the next Does month. Does he know that you're... He does know. Time? Yes. He reached have out you, because of it. Have you... Okay. So he reached out. So he wants to see you. Yes. I don't. I fail to see the issue here. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is my fear. I'm, 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 I think I'm afraid of being rejected by him. Yeah, but oh, careful! You're painting. Uh, oh, it's okay. Um, so fear is not real. Yeah. Uh, fear was really good in the caveman days when it saved us from being eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. But now, you know, someone that doesn't want to be with you elicits a response that doesn't is not going to injure you at all. Mm-hmm. Like not even not even your heart. If someone rejects you, it's it's just them indicating a preference and that you're not it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there are plenty of people who you are it for. So if it's not this person, it can definitely be somebody else. And I also don't want to be with anybody who doesn't want to be with me. No, nor do I. So so I want to find out if people are into me. Because yeah. I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste their time. Yeah. And so I'll say things like I think you're so attractive. I would love to go on a date with you. Would you like to go on a date with me? And they go, yeah, I would. That's a pretty good indicator that they are kind of into me and they yeah. want to go on a date with me. Now, that'll only get me so far. And then when, when I want to move it to the next level, then I need to figure out what the, that conversation looks like. Hey, I've been really enjoying going on all the, these dates with you. I'm, I really like you. 
I just want to know that I enjoy spending time with you. And I'm curious, like, do you enjoy spending time with me as well? Okay, but what if your like heart is bursting for the person uh -huh. and you feel like you need to be a little bit more measured in your communication to not freak them the hell out? I, I mean, I feel like the thing that I just said isn't going to freak no. anybody out. It's not like... I didn't say I wanted to marry you on the second date. Yeah. I was just being honest about my feelings towards you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I don't... I don't want to play games because I don't know the rules. I don't know what's too much and not enough. I just want to be honest about how I'm feeling. Yeah, this is true for me. Here it is. It's so much easier to say, "Hey, you know yeah. what? We've we've been like sort of in and out of each other's lives. I've been I've been excited about going on dates with you. You've had a boyfriend. We travel. Now I'm here for a while and I'm excited. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And let them answer. And if it's it, even if it, and if it's something like. I don't feel the same way, but I'd still love to go on dates with you. Maybe we can make out and I've always wanted to fuck you or whatever. That's okay if that's okay for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So figure out like what it is that you want and then ask for it and then see if that matches with what they want. Because that's, that's the whole, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Can we meet each other's needs? Yeah. It sounds like your need is to find out if, if they like you, if he likes you. Yeah, that is my need is to see where they're at. So ask them where they're at. Go on a date. Have fun. Yeah. Then ask them, you know, make out, maybe make out. Have you, have you guys have made out before? We've never made out before. Oh, no. oh this is so exciting. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of pent up tension. So do you, I mean, you have, you've obviously made out with people before. Yes, I, I have had that chance. Yeah. So yeah, good, lucky, lucky them. <laughs> <laughs> I use this template that I've, uh, that I've just been turned on called the invitation template. And it, it goes something like, I find you incredibly attractive and I would, if you were interested, I would love to make out with you. Oh, I like that. So it's, you assert it, then you ask or you invite. It's an invitation, yeah. Yeah. So I find you attractive or whatever. You, you choose the, the compliment. Yeah. If you're interested, I would love to make out with you. And, and so do you use this like throughout the sexual process? Uh, that, well, so th that's more like, yeah, that's a consent piece of... You could say, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nonverbal when you're kind of moving the action forward through mm -hmm. through the process. But I think that with new partners, it's very important to say, I would like I would like to take your, is it okay if I take your shirt off? Or I would like to take your shirt off. That's something yeah, that you want? Yeah, They're yeah. like, yeah, please. Oh my God, let's. <laughs> I, I've gotten lots of got, like lots. You've gotten lots of lots. Recently, I just actually, a few days ago, I, I had sort of a dream date with this woman that I uh, met on Instagram six months ago. Wow. And I finally went out with her a few nights ago and it, it went really well. And I, and I said something along the lines of, I find you incredibly charming and attractive and I would really love to make out with you if you were, inter if you were interested. And she goes, let's. Let's, yes, <laughs> let's. So I think you should, you should, you should ask for it. Ask yeah. for what you want. Yeah, and see what happens. Yeah, ask him if he's into you like you're into him. Yeah, that's all I can do. Yeah, the time's up. I need to really... I need to see what's there. Our time is up. Your, it's been six minutes. I know you gave me five and I gave you six. All right. Well, let's, let's finish this then. Does that work for you? Yeah, it does. Thank you so is much. Really, that was helpful. Okay. Really, really, really <laughs> I'm it so was. I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So I love the invitation template that we talked about in this last segment. If you didn't hear 
the How to Get Freaky Without Being Creepy episode with Charlie Glickman. Go back to that episode and listen to the segment on the invitation template where we outline several ways of using this invitation template to create situations where people want to say yes. So uh, that episode is episode 20. You can either find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or just go to thelovedrive.com forward slash EP20. That's Echo Papa 20 or Egg Pazzoni. No, Edward Parpadelli 20, EP20, thelovedrive.com forward slash EP20 to listen to that episode. This next and final segment was super challenging. First of all, he start, it started off with the gentleman telling me that my shit better be good and that he wasn't playing and that if it wasn't good, he just didn't have time for bullshit. And so already I was like, oh, fuck, this is serious business. And f- giving free love advice is always serious business. But I approach life with a playful attitude. So I was ready to do my best. And I was super challenged in this episode or in this segment because I couldn't actually figure out what the issue was for for at least 10 minutes. This one was a toughie. I think we figured we I think we figured it out. I also think you're really gonna like this segment. I'm calling this segment Can I Trust This Ho? So I just wanna say like, you know, I'm twenty-six years old. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn. And I traveled around all um, a lot of places in New York and uh, all across um, the U.S. to uh, figure out what's the best way to be an artist in the times that we're in now and stuff like that. So I really love to read, educate myself. I'm physically strong, been a martial arts artist since I was eight years old. And I know I look good. Like girls throw themselves at me on a regular basis, but I'm in, I'm in it for true love. So like I'm looking for true love. I ain't looking for like something easy, something that's, you know, whatever, hit and miss or whatever. But I'm looking for something that a girl's going to love me regardless of what I do. A girl's going to love me regardless of what I do type stuff. But um, I had that before. I ended up messing it up five years and everything. So I'm with this new girl now. And uh, she's providing me with things that, you know, the other my, my old girlfriend really never really did that I really wanted and stuff. But she, I think she a hoe. Like, I'm, not, I'm just not going to even deny it. Like, I think she's just not really with it. And then, you know, she's always talking about love. I love you type stuff, too. Just... It was sincere at first. It felt sincere at first, but it's just it's just not really the same type of feelings that I get from her, you know? And she's an amazing woman, like, you know, inside and out, all that stuff too. But I just I just feel like she's playing games now, you know? And it's I don't know why or what the reasons would be or whatever the case may be at the end of the day, or even why she's even contacting me still if she's playing games, you know? Um so like Honestly, like, I'm just trying to figure it out, like, trying to understand, like, what what to do best. Like, I could easily just be like, oh, let's not talk and end and that there, then, you know. But I'm not 100% sure she's like that. It's just my feelings, you know, how it's just things that just doesn't add up and questions that I can't get answered and shit like that. So maybe the best choice for me is just to move on and cut my losses and keep it moving and stuff. But she's not like a basic woman and stuff like that. She's not like somebody, everybody that you meet and stuff like that. She's really original, really unique, and really stands out from the crowd in a lot of ways, you know. So 
Like it's really hard to find women like that too. But if she's not really the type to be in a relationship, a steady relationship, and she's thinking that you know this is all fun and games and stuff, then I'm willing to move on with no problem. Why did you call her a hoe? Um, she hangs around a lot of dudes on a regular basis. Anytime I meet her, she's with another dude. Um, these guys is all thirsty. Like they just, you know, part of my 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 slang and shit like that because I talk New York. But, like, you know, a lot of guys over there is, like, really just thirsty for her. She's a gorgeous woman. So it's it's hard it's hard to not, you know, be that way. But, like, you know, it's just every time and then she's really sneaky about stuff. So it's just untrustworthiness at all, like, completely untrustworthy. So, and I call her, I called her a host because it's, you know, like, she just acts like one. Like, she's really, like, acts like one. What does it mean to act like a hoe? Um, just somebody, I guess, I, I guess I could put the PG-13 type of definition on this, but no, like, you could be, I mean, you could be explicit. I just want to know like why you use that, that term to describe her. That's all. Well, like I'm using that term to describe her because like, it's just a lot of insinuating stuff, you know, like just the way she's around other people and stuff like that and how she's around all these dudes and stuff. And she just, the way she dresses, you know, she just. I don't know for somebody some, for somebody around my same age and stuff like that and me being around so many different types of women it's just like I could tell like I could tell the difference when somebody's like really trying to be a good like trying to do good and stuff like that trying to really be there for the for the man and stuff and a girl who's just not like just for everybody else type shit you know but maybe that's what she wants to wear listen I got nothing against it like I've never called her out on that it sounds always, like you do though it sounds no, like no 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 I just I just have it with the whole everything else that's concluded like she could dress how she dress if she's you know shows that she's loyal to me and stuff like that shows that I'm the only person. Sure, I don't give a fuck how she acts. I don't give a fuck what she does, but she's not showing even that much. Well, has she shown? Has she done anything to show you that she's untrustworthy? Um. Well, I guess like when I first met her, I gave her my my passwords to my Instagram and my Facebook and shit like that to let her know that I'm being transparent. Let her know that I'm trying to keep it, trying to be real with her, trying to keep it a hundred. And stuff like that. So she knows, like, so she could know, like, I'm not whatever, like, since we was strangers. DMing, DMing other women. Yeah, like, I'm not DMing other women. Other women's not, like, doing whatever. It's just, like, I don't have any anything that, you know, to sit here and let her believe that I'm untrustworthy. Right. Um, she did similar things to me, but I didn't bother caring to check because I was like, you know what? Trustworthiness is going to show in the behavior, not, not in what you, you know, do and stuff. And that's just the way I understood it. But, like, um, then she just changed her passwords within a couple weeks. You know, and switched and switched it up and everything like that, and still kept my password, still kept everything on mine and stuff. Um, then she's like doing these secret messages and shit like that. She's blatantly showed me secret messages, blatantly. Just like I don't sit here. I'm not gonna like. I'm not the type to argue. I'm not the type to sit here and like sit here and come in your face or even actually write questions and stuff like that. If you're not that type of person, you're gonna sit here and tell me these things unconditionally. It, I don't. I don't feel the need to have to ask if we're in a if we're in a steady committed relationship. I feel like, you know, if, if the trustworthiness is there, you're going to show it. You're going to demonstrate it. You're going to want me to feel like, want me to believe you're trustworthy. Have, you're you, told her, have you told her all of this stuff? Yeah, I've, I've not, not aggressively, not like directly and stuff like that. I've just basically insinuated like, yeah. So you no know. is the answer. No, nah, I basically, I basically pointed it out and here and there, like when it comes up and stuff like that, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll be like this. Like when she showed me the secret messages and stuff like that, a day later or two days, I can't remember the exact time. But I basically was like this, you know, because she called me out. She's like, you know, she's constantly believing I'm a hoe because girls throw themselves at me like on a regular daily basis. She sounds like the 
so female version of you. She is the female version of me, except she's not trying to be compatible with me. You get what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't date a girl who I don't feel like is compatible with me, but she's not trying to sit here and live up, live it up and actually show. Like she's definitely like somebody that I click with. You know, we definitely somebody we talk and stuff like that. There's the relationship is possible. The relationship, the real relationship, committed relationship, something that's a lifetime, it's possible with her. Yeah. It's not possible with everybody else. I'm right. not just because the girl is cute doesn't mean she's somebody who's compatible with me. Right. You know, like that's just how I see. And I've been around gorgeous models, model women and stuff like that. Women who's I've been around women who's low key celebrities, like famous, low key famous and stuff like that. It's got twenty thousand followers, a hundred thousand followers. That stuff doesn't interest me. None of that stuff really phases me. It doesn't matter how you dress, how you carry yourself. What matters to me is like, you know, like what you're bringing to the table. How, how are you building? How are you willing to build me up? What do you want? What can you see in me? Because I'm gonna be trying to build you up. I'm gonna be trying to show you around, trying to make sure you level up and stuff like that. But it's hard, man. Like it's really hard. What? I think you should sit her down and talk about what it is that you want in a relationship and see if she wants the same thing. Maybe, maybe it's, that's the right route, but we don't, we don't hang around long enough to sit here. Cause like we're, we're barely around each other. This is the first time I've been, haven't been around for over two weeks now. Yeah. And I'm finna break up with her like right there, like why right now, you, like type shit. Why don't you just ask her to come, come over or whatever, or, or have a date where you sit down and you talk about this stuff. I've, I've done hit her up. I've done her up yesterday um, about hanging out. And stuff like that. And I done hit her up today. And she's checked the messages and shit like that before I even came here. Well, so, wait, why don't you just... I mean, how long have you been dating? We've been... Bro, we've been... It's, it's going on three months now. So why don't you just call her? Bro, like... And leave her a voicemail and say, Hey, I'd really like to talk to you. These are the things I want to talk to you about. The thing is, when I'm with her, she's so fun. And so fun to be around. And so, like, thrilling and stuff like that. That I don't really want to bring up the stresses and stuff like that because we barely see each other as it is. I mean, that's my advice is to start talking about this shit and not just insinuate stuff. Because if you want what you want, you got to talk about it. You can't. I know it's fun and it's, I mean, there's a fear component you're scared of. If you bring this stuff up, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end. Yeah, yeah. I am scared of that. That's a fact. So, so yeah. bring it, but bring it up because you got nothing to lose. I really you, don't. you don't even have anything right now. She's, you know, like you, you've been two weeks without seeing her. You think she, this might be somebody that you can see in the long run, but you, you won't know that until you talk to her about it. And maybe you can even talk about some, some of these concerns that you have that, you know, that she hangs out with a lot of guys. I don't actually think that's a problem. I hang out with a lot of women. I'm very trustworthy. It sounds it's, like you have some trust issues. It's also. not, and it's not really that she's hanging around with dudes and stuff like that. Like I've never cared about shit like that in my life. It's just the fact that all of these things together, yeah. and then the fact that she's also being untrustworthy at the same time, and also not really giving a fuck if I even trust her or not, is is really just a question. It's like, all right, if you want to do that, go ahead. Like, just stop bringing me along, stop dragging me around that stuff, because I could do, I could find somebody else. Like, it's not hard. You need to figure out if she's a player or not. That's exactly what I'm trying to see. So the only way to do it is to talk to her about it. I mean, she but, might lie to you, but... Bro, like, that's exactly what I'm expecting is her lying all the, the whole time. And she's a player, which is not a problem because I can be a player. But you don't but want that. You want, I, you want... I really don't want that. If I want to be a player, I'd rather be single because that way I'm not trying to hide. I mean, my advice is to talk to her about it and be upfront. Like, actually literally show her who you are. Like, you showed me. Like, be vulnerable. Show some intimacy. Tell her what you're really about and see if she's along for the ride. I mean... I, I don't believe that we should share passwords with our partners. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's a sign of trustworthiness. I think that's a sign of some weird 
game. Like I don't. I've never given anybody any of my passwords, and I'm not untrustworthy. I've, she's the only person I ever did that with. Um, only because it's just that she's the only dirt girl I dated that was actually a stranger before I even became a relationship. Because I usually wait. Like if a girl's a stranger. I tell the girl straight up, no, we're not dating until I know you for at least a year. Yeah. And that usually throws them off every time. So I'm not stressing it yeah. and stuff like that. But with her, I was so into her. I was so attracted to her. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try to make it work and stuff like that. And it's it's not like it's just like whatever. Like there is like she does like like there's been times where she's came out of her, went out of her way to make to make it known that she really cares. But then there's those other times where it's just like, yeah, you starting to act funny now. You know, but what does that even mean? Funny, yeah. It's just like really finicky, really flaky. Like suddenly, like hard to reach, hard to contact. Well, that you know, I don't. I have zero tolerance for that shit. Zero tolerance. Zero. To- I mean, please if, put if me you, on. I mean, if you're if you're available, you're available. You don't just stop being available. I mean that that just means that to me it means that she's probably not available. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm guessing. That's well, you exactly can ask what her, I'm Are you fucking with. available for this or not? Because when I text you, you don't text me back for four days. Makes me think like you're not available. Mm, that's deep. Yo, put me on to some more. What you talking about? The zero tolerance stuff. Like how? I just like, the zero zero tolerance is like I have zero tolerance for people who are not available. Like we're on our phones 24 hours a day. Facts. So if I don't text you back in three days, it means I'm not interested. And facts. I try not to do that. I try, I try to be, I try to let somebody know that I'm not interested by just telling them, Hey, this isn't working for me. I think you're Mm. amazing. We had a great time doing X, Y, Z. I'm not available for anything more at this time. Mm. But like people don't, they're not used to doing that. They're not used to being honest about what it is that they want because they're scared of rejection. They're scared of hurting other people's feelings. They're scared of how they're going to look in front of other people. They're scared of their potential reputation. And so we just ghost people, you know, like we don't, we're not honest about it. So like, I don't know if this woman's going to be true is going to be honest with you if you bring her honesty but when when you bring real honesty to a relationship it empowers other people to be honest as well. That's a fact. Yeah. So so you got nothing to lose. You sit this woman down and you tell her exactly what you've been thinking. It might work in your favor and it might not. But not doing it isn't going to make it any better. Like we're not going to manipulate the situation and we're not going to like find out some weird funky ways of avoiding the issues so that she eventually finds out how amazing you are. Like that's, that's some like multi-level inception shit that doesn't work. Like Mm. all we have is you're here, you have needs, you have wants, you can express them and they can choose whether they meet you halfway or not. Yeah. And if she doesn't meet you, then you peace. That's a fact. Thank you, man, because I get the vibe that I needed this conversation before I even, because literally on the way here, I was just obsessing over this. Like, what am I going to do about this? Should I just ghost her? And you you answered all of those really- Can't ghost. Yeah, you nah, can't nah. Ghost. You know what? I've never ghosted before, any, and I'm not going to start now. Just talk to her. Yeah. And it might not work, and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine by me, you're too. You're young, you're good looking, you're smart, you're fit. I mean, you'll be okay. And you, and you know what you want. Like, mm-hmm. that's rare. Yeah. So go get it. Yeah, good looks, man. All right, man. The Love Drive is produced by me, Sean Galanos, with the help from Guilford Street Studios. Thank you so much for all of your support. These last five weeks have have been really exciting for me because week over week, the podcast has grown 20%. So every week, there's been 20% more listeners. And I have you to thank for that. So thank you. Thank you so much. If you want some free love advice, 
thelovedrive.com forward slash free love advice. If you want to apply for the internship, thelovedrive.com forward slash H-E-L-P. Next week on The Love Drive, I am just fucking... What am I? I'm pumped. I am pumped to bring you an episode with Yana Talon Hicks, who is a sex therapist, sex educator, all around beautiful badass. And the episode is all about how to be an ethical hookup. I am uber pumped about this episode because our podcast chemistry is awesome. The content is amazing. She's hilarious and an effective sex educator. And I sort of get a mini therapy session on my practices, which I thought were ethical. Because you have been raised with a certain set of power standards that probably let you breach ethics more often without you thinking about it. <laughs>